TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the Men's Room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The Podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. The debauchery rolls on. You're listening to the Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. 99.9 KISW. KISW proudly presents the Red Hot Chili Peppers of the Gorge Friday, May 31st. I told you, man, he's coming through. All tickets all week. Terran's got them. Brian Castle has them. BJ and Miggs have them. We have them as well. Right now, you need to text. Uh Yeah. You need to text the word (laughs) under. Under to 206 803 Rock is in under the bridge. You don't say. So the word is under. Like under the flea. 206 803 Rock for your chance to win tickets to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Under the Ketus Petus. Yes. And if you, oh, no. if you happen to miss this opportunity, we've got more coming up tonight with the lovely Taryn Daly. But text that Under now. the Chad Nad. Text under to 206 803 Rock. Under the set. All right. Do we have time for a few emails now from the men's room at KISW.com? You've got mail. You've got mail. One from today in a dumb entry, guys. Uh,. For one, when I was three, I managed to fall up the stairs and bust open my chin needing stitches. But most recently, not the worst I've ever had, just definitely the dumbest. I'm taking a shower, and my brand new Costco-sized bottle of body wash <laughs> slipped off the shelf and fell onto my foot, broke three of my toes at once. Damn. I quickly threw up right thereafter. I like to tell people there was a bear attacking a burning orphanage, and I ran in to save the orphans. That's a cooler story. Uh, thanks for everything you guys do. Lots of love that from Erica. You want to make that story even cooler, Erica. There's a burning orphanage with a bear inside. You ran in and saved the bear. Mm-hmm. On to the birthday request, guys. Today is my best uh, friend Michael's 35th trip around the sun. If you could play a Your Penis is Too Small, maybe a fish sandwich medley, and then talk all over yourselves about his job as an engineer, that would be awesome. Thanks, guys. That from Adam. <laughs> A fillet of fish sandwich. sandwich. Oh, you know I got I have a fish right. sandwich. Well, brother, can I have a fish sandwich? With the cheese and the tartar on the side. I a fish sandwich. Is it too early for a fish sandwich? Uh, cheese and tartar on the side. Oh, yeah. I smell the fish sandwich. Maybe some dinner relish in the morning. Fish sandwich. At noon. At noon. And at night. And I'll buy you a fish sandwich. Though you don't want a fish sandwich? Ah, being Look, an man, engineer. Okay, this is not the case. I want to know what you're like a junction junction, right? We're in the overalls, right? With a big hat in the back. To me, when I was going to Victoria, that's what the engineer was, because I'm old enough. We didn't really have technology. Now an engineer means you do something like that. It's smarter than me, dude. 
Hi guys, it's my wife Sue's 37th birthday today. Huge fan of your uh, of your uh, huge fangirl of your show. Hoping you can do a shout out to her. Have a great day. Thanks that from Devin. Let's give what her. Do we give a huge fangirl. Let's give her. Give a huge fangirl. Dirty I mean, I know what you give her. <laughs> yeah, I hear you are a huge fangirl of the show. I do not know if that means that you really, 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 really like this show, or if you have a larger carriage. Either way, it does not matter. Tonight we do the sexy time. Yeah, you know, he's away. Uh, I'm sure I have a lollipop. A big fan of the show would like to enjoy. Yeah, tonight you will eat your very first Mendrum sausage, special edition. <laughs> guys, today's my dad Richard's 54th trip around the sun. Was hoping you guys could give him a birthday shout out uh, for him. Maybe a little dirty, uh, dirty German. That would be great. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you want a little dirty German. Unfortunately, I'm enormous. Also, I like that your name is Richard, because tonight I will call you Dick. Yes, if you want a little dirty German, I'll call my cousin. He's <laughs> only 5'3". <five>, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it packs the heat. Yeah. All right, guys, here you go. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy, happy birthday to you, to you, to you. Yaz, a dirty German, is brought to you by Men's Room Original Sausage. Available through Uli's world famous sausage, mensroomlive.com, and other fine retailers. Mmm, Schweineflash. Thank you, Bob. Let's get a contestant on the line now, if we could, for uh, your guess is as good as mine at 206 803 Rock. 206 803 Rock. Your guess is as good as mine coming up. In the meantime, a couple extra emails. A uh, story about money. Uh, men's room, I was in business with my now ex-wife's brother back in the day. He was a, a tech genius guy. Traded emails with him about two years ago, and he told me he is now retired. He bought a bunch of the Bitcoin back in the early days when it was in the $1 to $2 range. Cheers, guys. That from Jim, your loyal Pasco podcaster via the Odyssey app. I just read today, whatever you think about Bitcoin, and I don't know what to think, because truly, I don't understand it. But I guess today, it was up to, oh, man. Like forty grand per coin or something. Apparently, it's had like a hundred fifty percent increase in the last few weeks. Yeah, it's been back up. So yeah, I had no idea. I literally mm -hmm. saw the article today, and I'm like, but they were like, well, because it was only two thousand dollars. Still, wait, it was forty one grand. That's what it was. It was two grand Man. when it was quote unquote cheap, and now it's forty one grand today. Uh, more stories about money, fellows. When I was nineteen, my parents kicked me out of the house, rightfully so. But I was a junked-out loser, so I basically just ended up homeless. But instead of sitting around in one city getting high and wasting away, I decided I would see the world and began hitchhiking and riding freight trains around the country, which was also how I quit doing drugs, because you can't exactly find them in every area when you don't know anyone. Hey, clean up how you do it, man. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we got stuck in Cincinnati for about a week. No one would give us a ride, and I did not know where the rail yard was, so we decided to just start walking to get out of that terrible city. Walked about a mile and found an almost full pack of cigarettes on the side of the highway, yeah. which was great. I was broke, and I smoked. Kept walking a little farther. Found a $20 bill. Then a few yards further, a $50 bill. So I took that opportunity to call a taxi to get us out of that godforsaken hellhole they call Cincinnati. Taxi drops us off 15 miles outside of the city, and a guy in a Mercedes pulls up and randomly hands me two $100 bills. What? I know that's not an insane amount of money, but when you're sleeping in a tent, that's pretty. Uh, that's plenty of money to get your room and maybe take a shower. Thanks, guys. That from Joe. Two important things from there. Number one, you can't see the world just riding trains and walking across the states. <laughs> Number two, this guy, I'm assuming it was heroin. Right. Who knows? Uh -huh. it says it sounds heroinic, but yeah. using drugs, traveling around the country by foot, uh, hitchhiking, or by train. Mm -hmm. Still hated Cincinnati, and, and that says it all. 
Think, think about that. Yep. You know, you made a good point. Probably heroin, because everyone else does drugs. When you're using drugs, that seems to be heroin. That's it, right. right. That you was say what the I term, term I use like, drugs. Right. You're talking about a guy hooked on junk, traveling, and he's like, this place sucks. This is ridiculous. I've been sitting in a rail car with hobos. Yeah. I'm in yep. Cincinnati, and I want to get the hell out of here. <laughs> right. Jesus. Yep. Keep yep. doing you, Ohio. That's right. That's right. Uh, story about being stuck. Uh, <laughs> that is a statement. Right? Let's see. What do we got? Uh, That's all I took from that. Yeah. I'll go this one. Scared the crap out of me. Gentlemen, uh, getting back from Victoria and getting caught up on the Odyssey app. A couple years ago, I was hiking down the Washington coast with a friend. It was midsummer with clear weather. We set up camp on a long sandy beach, and we were the only people there. At night, the stars were out and the bioluminescence uh, flourishing. So the waves were exploding in blue color. We took some shrooms. I decided to go for a solo walk down the beach. While on the walk, I wanted to get naked to just feel a part of nature. While walking, I see a dark figure ahead and realized, uh-oh, that's a black bear, and I'm naked. Oh, and I'm hi. Real, real high. You're ready for me. I ran back to the camp, passed my uh, clothes pile, fell naked into the sand while freaking out. We had a good fire, so it felt safe there. Next morning, while we were continuing on, we found the tracks in the sand. It was a, it was a raccoon. After all, <laughs> I'm guessing my depth perception was not reliable, as mushrooms did me dirty. To be fair, do you want to mess with the raccoon when you're naked? No. no Thanks, guys. Uh, name withheld. This one says, uh, first responder stories. Uh, greetings, Jen, Slicker, and Whores. I'm sort of newish to the area, have stumbled upon your show. Makes a drive home something to look forward to each day, so thank you for that. Well, thank you. I worked for 20 years in mostly fire services, law enforcement, and some emergency medical, all in a small rural area in South Dakota before moving to the Northwest. The other day during the email, someone made the comment about horrific things witnessed, and the reply was, talk to a cop or a medic if you really want to hear some stories. I'll tell you, I almost crashed from laughing. No truer words have ever been spoken. I have had others ask about events, and when I tell them a few, I can tell by the look on their face that I need to keep it PG-13 at times. All I can say to sum most of these stories up is that we all know nothing accidentally goes up there. And don't do anything you'd ever be embarrassed to explain to the police or the medics. Wanted to let you guys know that you rock. Keep up the great work. Thanks, guys. That from Matt. I will say, Matt, that uh, every conversation that we have privately off air with any firefighter, EMT, or cop, where they're willing to share the stories because it's not going public, it is unfreaking believable. And I'm, I swear to God, 90%, at least of the cops' stories, the person was naked. Whatever the crime was, it's about being naked. Those are the ones that seem to yep. stick in the brain. Like, sure, you can steal a car. Sure, you can rob a bank. Sure, you can mug someone. Why did you do it naked? Right, and look, that's the tough part. I mean, there's a lot of tough parts, but that's the really hard part about being a cop. Is even if somebody is a decent, good person, by the time I'm interacting with them as a police officer, they've done something bad and they're in a different mood. They are. Yes. Yeah, they you are. know what I mean? Like, it's very rare that people, you know, that you're just going to interact with an officer. You can take it to a level, but when the cops are called, it's a different level even for those people normally. Right. So you, know, you can even, have an argument I mean, with somebody, but if it, it's level, the, the call call it's, it's, it's getting to the point it's, that it's, we it's, as civilians. Let's not even go that far. I'm just saying, like, traffic tickets, right? Like, you're a good person. You pay your taxes. You don't have any issue with anybody. You get pulled over for speeding, you're already pissed. Mm -hmm. yes, and you're right. in a bad mood. Actually, I do laugh out loud. Mm -hmm. You know how fast you're going? I let's, hey, man, eyes on the road. If I look at the speedometer, I'm being unsafe.
All right, it's time for a little your guess. This is as good as mine. It's an easy game to play. We get a contestant on the line. You pick from one of two categories and try to get as many right in said category before three strikes and you're out, Steve. Who is our contestant? Ready to play your guess is as good as mine. His name is Roy. Miles, hello, Roy. Welcome to the men's room. Hello. Hola. Roy, welcome to the program. And your guess is as good as mine. All right, Roy, your categories. We have 2023's most fun cities in America. Uh, the cities with the greatest selection of cheap, fun activities. They compared more than 180 U.S. cities across 65 key metrics, ranging between fitness clubs to movie costs to the average business hours of breweries. All these uh, fit in. And then we have for you, Roy, the 10 most rewatched Christmas movies of all time. According to Yahoo in a poll, uh, there's 10 movies that people seem to rewatch every holiday season. So are you going to go with the most fun cities in the United States or the 10 most rewatched Christmas movies? Gotta go Christmas movies. Gotta go Christmas movies. Are you a Christmas movie fan yourself? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Okay. Uh, Roy, this covers everything from animation to claymation to live action. So it's all included in the 10 most rewatched Christmas movies of all time. You know how the game is played. There are 10 movies. You have to get as many right in the category before three strikes and you're out. So what do you think in there on the 10 most rewatched Christmas movies? Got to start off with a Christmas story. A Christmas story is number two. Actually, 33% of the population has rewatched that movie. Has rewatched that movie. Yep. I watch it every year. Never seen it. That's I cool. haven't seen it either. <laughs> Miles, you've never seen it? I'm not really into Christmas movies. All right, Roy, what's your next guess? Let's go with Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation is number six on the list with Beverly yeah. D'Angelo and Chevy Chase. That's what I watch. I do have my Christmas movies. That's not true. I just have the tried and true Christmas Vacation, Bad Santa. Bad I'm Santa Bad Santa, Santa all the way, man. Yeah. Christmas, right, Christmas Vacation, Christmas Story. I definitely watch those. Usually the Peanuts one. Yeah, okay. we watch Vacation every year. You got to watch Christmas Story. I, 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 I actually watched one of these on the list that we have not named so far this year that I've already seen and I hadn't really watched it the whole way through. Thought it was a really funny movie. Kiss Save Santa. So, Roy... Uh, Santa with muscles, soaring Hulk Hogan. Roy, you're two for two with a Christmas story at number two and Christmas Vacation at number six. Let's go with uh, Rudolph the Red and the Reindeer. Yeah. That is number four. With 29% of the population who've watched that movie more than once. You are three for three. You know your re-watched Christmas movies for sure. Let's go with... Uh, man... It starts the debate with Die Hard. I'd say yeah, because whatever the debate is, even if people just do it out of spite, I think they probably still watch it. So, Roy, you going Die Hard? I'm going Die Hard. Number 10, 14% All of right. us watch it every holiday and then watch it more than one time. You are four for four. No strikes on the board. There are seven rewatch Christmas movies left on the list. Let's go. Dude, home Alone, dude. Come on. All day. Oh, yeah. Th yeah, there you go. Home Alone. Number one, 34% of people yep. watch it and rewatch it again. Like I said, if you have kids, you can watch it with them. And Macaulay Culkin is like their champ. He's their Captain America. Roy, you are halfway to home, brother. Five out of the ten so far. No strikes against you. What? I'm just going to throw this out there. Miracle on 34th Street. That is number nine, 21%. Technically a Thanksgiving movie. But still shows up on the list. Ted. It is. Let's not start. I'm just saying. 
What's the other one? There's a. It's a wonderful life. Is it? Yep. Oh, it's a wonderful life. Does Rudolph count as a movie? Uh, yeah, movie. Mm-hmm. That's number four on the list. It's already on there. You already guessed it. Yes. I'm paying attention. All right. But wonderful life, I think, is a good guess. Well, go, I got guys. Is there another another claymation? I mean, I would think I would think Peanuts Christmas or the Grinch, maybe Frosty. I, I, man, uh, Roy, to be honest with you, I don't believe so. You know, well, I'm gonna uh, the Grinch. The Grinch that stole Christmas. Not a bad guess. What? Not one of the most rewatched movies. The best one ever of made. all time. What did you say to Because it was solid. You don't. Ah, uh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Were you the one that suggested the Grinch? No, no I, I did. Peanuts. Peanuts. Yeah. Yeah, gonna have to lean towards that. You want peanuts? Oh yeah, peanuts all the way. Do you know the name of the movie? Oh, what is the name of the is Christmas? It like, it's Christmas, Charlie Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. Is that what it is? Merry Christmas, oh. Charlie Roy, I'm going to give it to you. I just want to know the name of the movie. Oh. Yeah, it, now you got me. It's a Charlie Brown Christmas. What number oh. is that? That's number three. All right. You wow. have got seven out of the ten, Roy. There are three remaining. You have one strike against you. Two strikes remaining. There are three more of the most rewatched Christmas movies available. Man. I don't get uh people are suggesting and don't necessarily guess it, but Elf uh Ooh, that ooh. one is solid. Elf is pretty damn funny. And that's kind of the newest big Christmas movie that it it, it keeps the the legs stay underneath it. Yeah. Yeah, you can like I I've, I've watched that one a couple times. Absolutely. Congratulations. Mm. Yeah, let's go with Elf. Elf is number 5. 26% <laughs> right. of us right, watch it right. each and every year and rewatch it over and over again. Bye, buddy. Hope Eight. you find your dad. Out of 10, Roy, you've got so far correct. Number 1, Home Alone, A Christmas Story at 2, Charlie Brown Christmas at 3, 4 is Rudolph, 5 Elf, 6 Christmas Vacation, 9 is A Miracle on 34th Street, 10 is Die Hard, you're missing 8 and 7 with Ted, two strikes quick. remaining. Somebody here says Miracle on 34th Street ends on Christmas Day when the girl gets home. Spoiler alert. It's a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> Period. Yeah. Did he I mean, literally, I gave you people a list a month ago of Thanksgiving movies. <laughs> Somebody here says White Christmas. I'm unfamiliar with the movie. Maybe because I'm black. <laughs> like, don't tell him the plot. <laughs> Wasn't allowed in I can guess. Then <laughs> <laughs> a movie growing uh, up, a movie growing up about a blimp that blew up the Super Bowl one year. Michael's called Black Sunday, and I thought it was gonna be like Pam Greer and nope. Billy D. Williams. I mean, you're right. I think. I think. Uh, oh, we were just talking about it. Uh, the Somebody says the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. That's a solid. Santa one Claus too. is pretty solid. And Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas. I am just going off of what the Texans are saying. I would still we throw say, a Wonderful Life. Did we there. say it's a Wonderful Life yet? No. no. You know, it's a Wonderful Life, man. What a lever girl. <laughs> you got to pick something. All right, Roy, Come on, help us out. I think I think Santa Claus is a solid answer. The Santa Claus. Yes. Okay, number eight. All right. You've got nine out of ten. There's one movie remaining to be ten out of ten. All right, here's some options. Nightmare Before Christmas, Polar Express. Uh-uh. Prob- Polar Express sucked, dude. I thought it'd be good. That was a terrible movie. I'm with you. I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, I'm stuck between Polar Express and Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, you got two uh, guesses left. All right, give it to us. Nightmare Before Christmas. Two strikes. 
Come on, man. One left, one strike remaining. This is your last uh, guess. Let's go with Polar Express. Now, How about It's a Wonderful Life? That's number seven. <laughs> Here is your list of the top ten Christmas movies that are rewatched of all times. Number ten is Die Hard. Miracle on 34th at night. 21% of people watched that. Followed by Eight, The Santa Claus. Seven, It's a Wonderful Life. Christmas Vacation at six. Elf at five. Four is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Charlie Brown Christmas, number three. Thirty-two percent of people watch that over and over. Christmas Story number two, your number one most rewatched Christmas movie of all time. That would be Home Alone at thirty-four percent. We watch it and rewatch it again. Show of the day is coming up. You are listening to the men's room. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. 99.9 KISW. The shenanigans continue. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. All right, Dakota, in uh, minutes, we'll drink and toast with a shot of the day. And we do have your headlines on the way at 550. But first, quick check out with Mike Hawk and some of the stories and headlines he is not working on. Thank you, Miles. There's a Florida newspaper asking readers to send their grievances for the year, and they will post the top answers. Okay, all right. That should be in Florida. Yeah. And. Right. I don't know if it's grievances with the newspaper. I don't know if it's grievances with the city, the state, They'll the country, find out. their work, whatever it is. But it's just going to be a fun thing to read. It's just going to be a little rage bottle that they get to open up and, and look at what people just are Just in time about. for the holidays. Exactly. You know what? Because we need to look back on the on, on the year with a little bit of disdain. That's how we get through. <laughs> right. That's how we do it. As I review the year, F everyone. <laughs> and happy holidays from all of us to you. Well, We're also coming up to my favorite time of the year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's that? People that don't reach out, people that can be kind of a-holes all year, then it's like, well, it's the holidays. We're not getting together? Like, no. We've had 11 months. Like, just because it's like, I'm going to spend the holidays with people I care about. Right. That that could be family, too. Like, I've had this conversation with my family. Like, you don't talk to anybody 11 and a half months out of the year, and then you want to complain on Christmas because people don't invite you to stuff. Like, Right, that, that's you know, thing, like right. I'm not just going to wipe out the whole rest of the year because it's the holidays. Exactly. I will wish you the best of, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. But as far as inviting you to stuff like that, saying like, bro, for eleven and a half months, people reach out to you, you don't respond. You know, right. yeah. and as most people would tell you, take a hint. So you take the hint, then you find out, oh, they weren't hinting. They just, you know, uh-huh. too busy. Mm-hmm. Millennials are feeling abandoned because their parents aren't helping them raise their kids. Look, man, and, there, there's two ways to look at this. One, you're on, once you have kids, you're on your own. And, right. Well, I guess it's your perspective. To be fair, I moved around a lot as a kid. Mm-hmm. So my grandparents, it's not that they weren't in the picture, but like they weren't going to babysit. Sure. It was an event when we went to see them, like three, four, five times a year. You, you drove five hours. 
and you went to visit, and that's my mom's side, or we had to go to Texas to see the other side. So in my mind, it's always been, and again, just how I was raised, when you move out of the house, you're independent. Right. That's what it is. I originally did not like the idea, but it worked out. I had kids. My parents were living elsewhere, and my mom said, we're going to move to Seattle. Uh, we want our grandkids to know us. And it annoyed the hell out of me at first, because I'm like, dude, I've been independent. I don't need this. I was so glad they were there, man. And it was spectacular. Yeah, you bet. Because they do yep. watch the kids, and the kids do know them. So there is something to it. But also, depending how you were raised, you don't necessarily see that they're, quote-unquote, supposed to be there. And I think that, it, that that it's more on that era. It's more of the the support system. It's it's more sure. of, you know, being in the picture. And and, and a lot of millennials, their their parents are, they are selling off the house. They're selling off assets. The kids are gone. They're on their own. All right. We are just going to tour we're the leaving. world. We're getting the hell out of here. So I, I think there's a difference in that, too, man. The one thing I told my wife, and it drives me nuts because, again, I moved around all the time, and to me, that's what normal was. And then almost everyone I've met grew up close to the cousins, or this was my childhood home. Yeah. Never had that. Never gave it a thought. You don't know what you don't know. And now I'm like, ah, the house we're going to buy is going to be the house they grew up in, period. You right? bet. This is going to be their spot, blah, blah, blah. We're not around a lot of family, but the house has to be the thing. But my parents were here for 10 years, came back for Thanksgiving. Kids were ecstatic. Hell yeah. And I'm like, okay, I get it now. I get yeah, it. I mean, that's why a lot of people end up moving back close to their family, right? Whether it's cousins or yep. whatever. And it's just, honestly, it's just easier. Right. If your parents are cool and they don't mind watching the kids, it's like, yeah, it's a great help. And you know okay. what I found out? It's normal. Right. It was never yep. normal for me, so I truly did not know that this was a thing that people did. Mm-hmm. But now that I get it, I'm like, yeah, all right, man, good, good. For a short time, Chipotle offered a napkin holder for your car to store all the napkins that people steal. So they sold out. They did. They sold out almost instantly, like 30 minutes. So it's just it hooked up on the visor up there, and it just it was like any other you know napkin dispenser, yep. one at a time. But the car gadget world is is gone leaps and bounds from it when has. I was a kid, as far as all the different things that they have. I remember we had uh, we had a car that was old enough to where we needed to get the you know you could buy these cup holders that that slid into the into the window. Uh, oh yeah, yep. Fold if you are or the, yeah, the, the exactly. area down there. That's that's how we that's how we had cup holders in the door. It was almost more convenient. Well, they didn't have in the car. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that's gone away. <laughs> a bunch of stuff that stayed on. Like I'm I'm still sad the the cigarette lighter is gone. But with USB, you still have a you still have a way to plug in to yep. certain things. And it's probably good that you can't smoke in your car, right? Well, I think can you still. Buy a cigarette lighter to go in that cigarette lighter. Do we know? It probably is an accessory you buy after the fact. If you go onto Amazon or eBay, I think, but it's not. If you go to car toys, they're not like we got stereos, we got this, and cigarette lighters because no one wants to promote it. Just just buy a lighter, right? Ta-da! Did you ever actually use one of those things? Yeah, all the time. Did they work as good as in cars? Oh yeah. Oh man, immediately. No kidding. Okay. Oh yeah, they pop out. (laughs) Hell, man, when I learned to drive the. Second car I drove had a choke. <laughs> oh my God! It had a choke. Choke on the left, man. <laughs> pump that bad boy. Then like a lawnmower. Yeah. I remember too, just being. People were always terrifying you with it. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like my, bro- my brother was older. He would like heat it up and like get it close to you. Oh yeah. And by the time he got to like eighth grade or high school, other people were always messing up, messing around with it. And my dad put a burn mark in my forehead. Or my uncle had a he had this old truck. It was this beater truck, but he would help people move all the time. And uh, it had no power steering. I would help him do stuff every once in a while. And every time we turned the corner, he's like, ah, yeah, just to get the wheel, no power steering oh right, my to God. make the turn. But the cigarette lighter, he was a smoker. The funny thing was, he was like, hey, man, hey, 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 
put your hand between us. Like up in the air, like between the, the shoulders. Or I'm like, what are you talking about? He pushed in the cigarette lighter. When this thing shot out, oh, it would no. just blast to the back of the truck every time. <laughs> yeah. And he'd be like, get it, get it, get it. For emergency, man, get it. I'm like, why don't you just buy a regular lighter? We had an old AMC Jeep. It was like an Eagle or some crap. It was 1974. It had a choke. It had a stick shift that came two feet off the floor. Oh, those big, though, long stick. Uh, you weren't in the van. Was the horn on the floor? Uh, it was not on the floor. Okay. But the high beams were on the floor. Okay. On the bottom left, you pressed a button on the bottom left of the floor. That turned your high beams on. Didn't well, some also have a starter no down power, there as no, well? No power steering and no power brakes. Oh, my God. So you stomped on it and, like... Steve said you turned that wheel, man. It was, <laughs> I mean, it was so you go out and you lock uh, four wheel drive into the hubs. Okay. Technology was what it was. All sure. that stuff probably still works to this day. Oh yeah. Nothing's wrong with the technology. No. It's just it's just outdated. Not right. as convenient. Correct. Goodness gracious. But now, you know now I have a button. I get, I get heat on my steering wheel if I want. Oh, man, your ass, oh, the yeah, steering wheel, it's, you it's name ridiculous. it. Just ridiculous. Just put me to sleep. Does yours also cool yours as well? It cools my butt. We do uh-huh. have that. Oh, my oh. ass is too hot. I say this all the time. Seat warmers? No. Seat coolers? Yeah. Game yeah. changer, yeah. baby. Yeah. Seat back warmers make me need to poop. But that's what You're happens You're loosening my stool. That's what happens in life. We change. We grow out of things. We sure. adapt to different things. I'll, I'll However, tell you this real quick before you say it. The best thing I've got is the blinking light on the rear view mirror. Okay. And the oh, side yeah. mirrors will yeah. let you know if someone's beside you. Yeah. To me, that's the that, that's the technology that's made things a lot safer. Damn straight. You know? And you know what? There are some times There are times that we do keep those things that we, we're honestly supposed to grow out of because, hey, we're human. It's what we do. VD. The Men's Room Top 10. The Men's Room Top 10. Children were supposed to grow out of, but still do as adults. Incontinence. <laughs> you know, wetting the bed. Sip on that one, you thimble bladder. Yeah. Well, you know what I was a kid? Like, even if we got a new dog like Sunshine, I still had to go to school. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> How about that? BD's currently taking care of his I, new puppy. I know. He's at home with a... You know what? Here's a guy who never takes a vacation day. Ever. He works harder than any of us in the building. Now you're rad. He comes court. in at 4 o'clock in the morning. That's he works until joke. 6 when we get out of here. This is not a lie. He takes a puppy day today, and I'm laughing my ass off because here's the guy who won't spend... He won't take a day off for himself. Nope. Ever. If he gets, Ever. If he, if he gets that puppy... Bam. Locked in. Locked I, can, in I cannot babe. wait till he brings that dog in, too, because the pictures look amazing. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. That's going to be a pretty bring dog. The dog bring the dog in. We For will real, take man. care we'll of take that care dog. dog. We got pre We're good to go. Yeah, we'll take him that out. That dog's going to be pee. pooping and peeing all over this. That's building. fact. No, no, That's still no, a puppy. No, but he has to deal with that. So, But I'm just saying. Right. We'll we, put a crate up. We'll put a fence up. Put him over there on the marble. That's right. There's no way VD believes that. (laughs) We'll take care of it. Yes, yes. So these are things that children were supposed to grow out of, but still do as adults. Uh, Last of the list, they put fear of public speaking. As a child, you're afraid of going up on stage and speaking in a giant sea of people, but this fear doesn't always go away with time. And that's... Why would it? I don't know. No, it's like... I think it's one of the biggest fears people have. Because you're always speaking to your contemporaries. You know, children speak in front of other children. So you know what their expectations are or how they'll insult you. As an adult, you're speaking in front of other adults or children who have a different kind of take on things because they are remarkably honest. It's probably the best way to put it, but... I get it, man. Yeah. Look, we get nervous to publicly speak when you're in front of an audience. Right. But, and I, I tell my kids this when they have to do oral reports and all that. I'm like, look, being nervous is completely natural. If you're not, you're cocky and stupid. But own the moment. Hell yeah. Man, own the moment. Right? Hell yeah. 
Uh, Legos comes in at number nine. Significant part yeah. of every childhood with kids making complex little structures and buildings. Uh, there's still a considerable well, they got so sensation. much better. They did. And you know what? I see videos of people that make like real intricate machinery with with Legos. You know, it's it's still rudimentary by any standard. It's kind of like, cool like doing models, which we did without the glue. Yeah. Without all the crap that makes it look terrible. Like Legos, just just put it together correctly. But I feel like Legos also knew their audience where they go like, look, we blew up big in the 70s and 80s. I mean, blew up. These people still appreciate what we do. If we come up with more sophisticated things, you sit down with your kid. I hate doing Legos. I always have. But when my daughter was into them for like three years, some of the best times we had talking were the five and a half long hours. Oh, uh, yeah. 200 pages of instructions, but you sit there and you communicate. It's like a puzzle. It's like a Hell right. yeah, It's kind of hangout. Man. Reading comments comes in. Reading comments? Com- comics. Oh, Sorry. comics. Yeah, yeah comments is not going to help you. No, it is not. Now, reading comics they put on there. Is when there was little social media and fewer screens, people love flipping through comics and watching their favorite superheroes come to life as an adult. Many still love the idea of collecting vintage editions. Even uh, we even have an annual Comic Con for all those geeky people wanting to dress up as fictional characters. But I think yeah. comics blew up, like really blew up as a true business thing, not just a fringe thing, but it's a true business thing in the '80s. And now those people are adults, and you still like which I still like Star Wars, right? right. So you, you like you, what you like. But now when they're making these movies, and they've done a good job of those, it's like you, you've got multiple generations, so it's a lot easier. I'm a comic book nerd. You're not even a nerd anymore. It's like, it, you're kind of average. Things children were supposed to grow out of but still do as adults, uh, the goth culture of the 90s. You are yeah, what you are. that's a good point. You look yeah. at someone like Danny, right? Yeah. From BJ Show. Like, that's who he is. You, you well, find he's more emo, but still he's the more same, emo, but same thing. You find the thing that resonates with you, and that's what you stick with because that's what makes sense in your head. Correct. It's what gives you confidence. It's and how you grow makes up you feel good about yourself. Yeah, it's your identity. I mean, I'll still make fun yeah. of you, but I do understand. Sure. You know. Procrastination. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, I still listen to a lot of rap music, but definitely not as much as I used to in high school. Of course. Yeah. Right? All of us probably dwindled. Whatever it was, we swore. Our allegiance to in our teens, like, this is my jam. When you get older, you're like, I kind of like some other things now. Uh, They do go with procrastination at number six. That is just who you are. Exactly. Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, Aversion to social events. No. Again, kind of like Thrill to set on the last one. I think that depends on who the kid is and who they'll be as an adult. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was, right? Like, I, I liked going to social events when I was a kid. I liked them as an adult. Exactly. I did not as a kid. I don't necessarily as an adult. I mean, there's certain, if we're doing something for the show, I love it. But I understand what that is. But if it's, hey, we're going to do this thing, like, I I don't want to be there. Exactly. Exactly. Things children were supposed to grow out of but still do as adults. Cartoons comes in at number three. Oh, come on. Have fun. Well, and especially well, cartoons make some adult cartoons, Family too. Family Guy, right. it's a cartoon. And you go, yeah, it's a cartoon, but... It's not a set. I'm not watching Super Friends, but I will watch South Park. So Bob, yeah. Bob's Burger is great. The one that no That's one hilarious. no one gives uh, any props to anymore, but Ted will know this. Life and Times of Tim, which is on HBO for like... That oh, was a phenomenal cartoon. No one brings that one back up, but that is one of those, if you go back and you watch that show, mm-hmm. it's more brilliant now than well, it was Well, it's then. very... That's just for adults. I And, and yeah. that's kind of piggybacking on Miles' point. Like, you're right. I don't watch a ton of, like, little kids' cartoons. Right. I mean, outside of Bluey, because Bluey's for everybody. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> right, but I'm like, right, the cartoons, like, when I was a kid, there wasn't really a ton of adult cartoons. No. But now right. they're, that, I mean, that Sunday night block, like, 
I don't really know of any. I guess the Simpsons. The Simpsons. I was a family guy. Or okay, right. but like a lot of those cartoons, like unless you're a teenager, like your parents probably aren't let you to watch them anyhow. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Worrying about acne at number two. Well, well you don't have to worry about well, it. You I was, grow I was, out I'm, of it. I was bitching with Steve about that the other day. I'm like, dude. I had this thing on my chin the other day. I'm like, where, where is this volcano forming? Am I? Yeah. Am I on a f- fault line? Yeah, but what I said to you, we said, I said, dude, but you have a pimple, but it right. is not acne. Correct. Acne is all over. You got punched in the face with a pizza. And pimple yeah. is like, eh. But then the number one thing that children were supposed to grow out of but still do as adults, because yet again, the technology's gotten better and it's gotten a lot more fun, video games. Oh, dude, that, there's nothing you can do about that. No. The only thing that keeps me from video games right now is time. Do you know the the only entertainment industry that is bigger than video games? And this is true. Porn. Porn. Pornography they do is the have a, biggest they, they, absolute entertainment industry. It makes more money than any form of entertainment money, and video games are number two. They do have a fire stick uh, with two controllers. You can mm-hmm. And I say they got like maybe 500 games on there for all genres and all eras. Yep. That would be a worthy investment for me. That is crazy, dude. Right. I'm because not get fun all is of them. fun. Yes, right. Exactly. You still, I don't care who you are, you want to have fun. Whatever your fun is, you want to have fun. And Hell if it's yeah. a video game, even if it's a tar- I like, uh, uh, what is it, Pong. That's great. You bet. Play it. I miss Wii Bowling. I miss the Wii, dude. I miss Wii Bowling. I miss the Wii. (laughs) That was fun. A man in Orlando quit his job and then got arrested, Miles. Why is that? Give you all the details at 5.50. Thank you, sir. Headlines are coming to 5.50. In the meantime, let's get a contestant on the line for Profile This at 206-803-ROCK. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerd. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? Nerd Wallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.